Hi there, I'm Colin Green. You're listening to Spike Pit, but this is not one of my normal episodes. I'm calling these episodes my drive-by episodes, wherein I speak a little bit more candidly about the things that are on my mind. I'll be pulling less punches, maybe biting a bit less on my tongue. Now, if you think that's perhaps not such a good thing, then this is not the episode for you. Remember, this is a drive-by. So I've got a series of calls from the mysterious, ever so mysterious, Cody M. Cody Marza, moderator on the Audio Dungeon Discord. And, uh, well, rumour has it he's got a podcast. <laughs> it's It's been a while, but uh, no save for you. I, I still, I still haven't done... Uh, I still haven't done my lake adventure. I'll never forget that episode on lakes that Cody did. In fact, I don't even know if the episode was about lakes now. <laughs> but seemingly, he's had a few drinks. Been listening to a few back episodes of Old Spike Pit. And picked up on a... I did a little while back where it was, it was basically the... Um, going to say the climax I guess of the player elimination episodes I, I forget there was a few of them and a bit of a back and forwards by the end I was getting a little bit frustrated as noted by Cody I'm not going to mess about and talk much more now we'll play the episodes from Cody and then I'll come back with some comments Hey Colin, it's Cody. Um, I'm coming at this in the middle with no little to no backstory or information. I believe, uh, I think I kind of know what you're talking about uh, in regards to player elimination. You know, if somebody casts a sleep spell on you or a web spell, it takes you out of the game. Like you don't have any actions or turns or whatever. And I think, um, I don't know, a couple weeks ago I did call in about it. I have no idea what I said or what my thoughts were at the time. Uh, but what I think, Colin, is if you have an issue with it, it's got to be something you work out with the DM in that moment. In um, a session I played, and this is going to run over long, so I'll call in again. But in a session I played recently, a fifth edition, one of my characters died. And, you know, it took me about 10 minutes to roll up a new one. And I will call back and explain. Um, yeah, so I rolled up a new character. It took me, I don't know, 10 or 15 minutes. The, the session was still going. And um, the GM literally reintroduced my characters, him falling from the sky like a meteor, um, you know, touchdown uh, around the party. Um, that, you know, it was fine from it or whatever. It was just a, kind of a silly way to introduce us. And it didn't... Um, it didn't bother me. I thought it was cool, and I was able to kind of get back into the game and keep playing for the next half hour or 45 minutes or whatever the session, however long it ran on. Um, so there's something like that you can do. I mean, I don't know what else to say, man. I think it's um, something you got to work out with the DM, and I don't know if you're the DM in this case or if someone else is, um, but I definitely think it's worth bringing up to them.
Um, I hope that helps, man. Later. Also, Colin, I got to say, um, you get in angry on your podcast, man. I was, uh, I know this is uh, like a drive-by episode, um, but I was a little bit taken aback. I didn't think uh, English folks or British folks or UK folks or whatever the hell you are, uh, I didn't think you guys could get that angry. So um, all I'd say is I'd hate to be your garden right about now. Get out there furiously chopping down while you're ruminating on this elimination issue. Um, anyway, but I, you know, I, I'm joking with you, and uh, I hope you're well. I hope your family's well, and uh, I hope you guys are staying safe during this pandemic. So, anyway, but uh, love you lots. I'll see you later. And Colin, I'm coming at this from BX, so keep that in mind when I say this. Um, in defense of quote player elimination. Issues to me, I as a player, I enjoy that kind of thing um, because with BX, there's almost always, um, if not always, a counter to whatever situation you're going to find yourself in. Maybe not save or die or save or suck, right? And we've kind of grown away from that with modern game design. But the other things, like a ghoul walking up and paralyzing you, um, there's a counter for that, and you either learn it from experience or you learn it between sessions, reading the rules or whatever. Um, and, and as a player, I personally enjoy that kind of thing. I don't know, I'm weird or just different or whatever it is. I like learning all those little tips and tricks and whatever. You know, I don't want everything to always have to rely on a second message. So I don't always want those kind of things to have to rely on a quick die roll. Um, to me, it's just, I don't know, it's part of the game that I enjoy. Um, and I don't know if that makes sense to you um to me it makes sense that's and i don't want to say well that's just how we've always done it uh because i know that's not helpful uh and and i you know i want to have a, a a meaningful conversation with you about this um so yeah i don't know I, I just i think i don't know how other games do it i don't play a lot of other games or you know i've played bx and i've played 5e i know in 5e you just continuously get to to roll a die um, and that's fine. Um, to me, it's a little less interesting. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I guess I'm interested to hear what you come up with, Colin. I don't know. I haven't listened to all of the episodes, so I don't know if this is going to run into a third message. Oh my God. So I don't know what you've already come up with. Um, I haven't listened to all of the episodes. I'm going to go back tomorrow and, and catch up on the back catalog regarding this, uh, issue. Um, and if you haven't come up with anything yet, I would be interested to know what you're thinking. Um, yeah, I just, um, I guess it really just boils down to like personal preference, right? Um, like for me personally, I don't mind, um, you know, and, and the people that I play with and the way I run games, I usually just try and get someone back into the action as soon as possible, whether it's a different character or their same character or, or whatever. Um, some people that works, I guess some people it doesn't. Anyway, I, you know, it's a good conversation, Colin, and I, I know you're frustrated with people just saying, well, that's the way we've always done it. And that's not what I'm trying to say here. Um, so anyway, bud, look forward to the next episodes and I will talk to you later. Bye. So Cody's, um, rightly, rightly assessed the fact I was getting a bit frustrated with this, um, talk around player elimination. 
And to summarise, the best thing you can do if you're interested in, in hearing the conversation, and there was quite a bit, a lot of people weighed in with some good thoughts, but I got a little bit frustrated for a couple of reasons, and one is with myself really, I, I don't think I sort of set the, I don't think I set the conversation up properly, but it's the nature of the beast a little bit, you, um, you, well, so, uh, let me speak for myself, I don't always, well I don't plan in a big way what I'm going to say, I maybe have an idea of a topic in my mind, might have some few call-ins for inspiration and you know take it from there and then you maybe jump on the audio dungeon discord there and famously i never seem to be able to make myself clear on there things get taken super wrongly i'm not convinced that people read what you write properly we're all guilty of that sometimes you sort of see it different to how it is and and you get that with listening to stuff as well this uh this uh business of speeding up podcasts oh man don't get me started on that one I, I could have a campaign against speeding up podcasts i know why people do it they want to get through the podcasts but i i'm convinced i, I i've done it myself but then i was convinced i was missing things so um i stopped doing it but i i'm, I'm windowing out i'm windowing out yeah, frustration, and and one of the frustrations is not like I said, get making myself clear, getting my message across. The other one is when you ask a question and you're exploring an idea because you think there's a problem, and then um, a bunch of folk go, "No, no, we're talking about there's not a problem." Well. It's all subjective, of course. And if I think there's a problem and I talk about something I perceive as a problem, then to to like disregard it and say it's not a problem, it's a bit like I'll pull yourself together, man. You know? And I don't think, as Cody rightly points out, that it's not super helpful. It's like when you're trying to figure something out and you're looking for advice about something in particular and someone goes, oh yeah, well, I don't know why you play 5e. Well, I play 5e, because that's what I want to play. It's not super helpful just suggesting that you play another game. That's the classic example. And I, I fully understand why people do it. Everybody's got their favorites. But in answer to Cody and trying to be more positive, this business of, I actually phrased it as uh, misreturn mechanisms because it all started I started thinking about this a long time ago when I was playing some sort of not very good traditional type board games or or games where I felt the design was a little bit weak and they're, they're just like roll and move games where you, you maybe just miss a go. And then some of that kind of miss a go mentality got over to more involved board games where you might have to sit for a long time waiting for your turn and then you just don't get a turn and it's real sort of anti-climax and then I got in a session I was playing in a game of Ash and it's just not all about that that session and I don't want to go back over all that but 
just ended up it just ended up sitting on the sidelines and to make matters worse it was a, a streamed game so I just felt like a bit of a lemon as well you know so not only was it a, a combat that I was out of and because it was a combat in game time it was probably only a, a few seconds but because it was quite involved it turned out in real time to be basically a, the best part of a three-hour session sitting there on a stream game it, 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 it seemed a bit I don't, I don't, personally I just felt a little bit silly and felt like I was wasting my time but I've said all this in a previous episode and it's not I don't it's not anybody's fault it's just how it worked out and I understand all that and so I just questioned if this was a good way to go and obviously Cody's talking there about some solutions and and, and I fully understand this idea and and there is an attraction in like you took a few slaps from the game you go away and you come back with something clever you rise like a phoenix from the ashes but if you're playing a good deal of different systems maybe maybe even like you know you just play a one shot you don't always get the opportunity to do that perhaps maybe you haven't got the rules normally you can find them um, but I might play four or five I might play quite commonly play four or five sessions a week um, and, and, and really it, it's too much uh, I should cut back but I can't help myself I, I, I get involved in these things and I like to play the games and then before you know it you're back in the next session and you think oh no I never done that I never looked into that counter move to deal with this threat and you know so it's probably why every now and then I lack a little bit of imagination on a game or lack a bit of an understanding of the rules uh, I've been playing Ash for nearly two years and I'm still rubbish with the rules and every session that I play without fail I think to myself oh I need to check that out look look that up do my due diligence and honestly something else just comes along we've all done it we've all with all with the best of intentions meant to do something and then just get distracted and woo, squirrel we're off something else uh, so so that hasn't helped me to be fair but the the whole uh well like Cody says well we've always done it like that that's all right just just plow on with it, it well that's that's fine but you're not gonna you're not gonna unearth you're not gonna unearth many new ideas or or anything like that. In in a similar vein, I asked on the audio dungeon recently about um, anybody using Google Slides for running their games or presentation software. Um, fair enough, sort of question few people answered me uh, Jason Connolly answered me said he'd done a bit of PowerPoint but other than that really it was mostly now see you want a VTT and um, oh you can run roll 20 really simply and I understand people that's well-meaning advice but the question was have you used any presentation software 
And then because somebody mentions roll 20, we're off down the roll 20 and the original question gets buried. And I, I just don't know how you, I don't know how you get answers to the questions you ask without, um, without just getting sidetracked. So that's a bit frustrating as well. And uh, not everybody listens to your podcast as well. So you sometimes you think, oh, you know, I've been banging on about this for ages, but the people you're talking to, they haven't heard you banging on about it for ages. So it's weird. It's, it's, it's weird. It's the days we live in with the internet. And I understand. I do understand. And I know I keep saying it. But it, sometimes you do just feel like you're banging your head against the wall, trying to sort something out, and and, and folk just don't get it. And why? Why would they? I haven't got too much more to add, other than big thanks to Cody M for taking time to call in. He's got me thinking a bit more. Maybe I need to make myself. Well, I definitely need to make myself clearer in my communications going forward. I'm just going to try a little bit harder to be clear. I thank everybody that responds to any of these questions that I ask. It's it's more about a frustration with myself. myself, And yeah, the episode in question, I sounded like I was getting kind of angry at people, but I wasn't really. I was just getting a, a bit. It was a bit of an emotive subject and I was frustrated because I'd let myself down with my explanation of it all and you live and learn. Just listening back to the episode, I realised that I mentioned this Google Slides idea and it probably comes across to the listener as all a little bit cryptic so I thought perhaps I could expand on on my point a little bit the query i had was driven by the fact that a lot of what i do on um, my tablet my phone sometimes on the computer it is involved with using google apps so i i use keep a lot for doing my campaign notes and and putting various ideas, brainstorming stuff, gathering together some images. Uh, my photos are backed up on Drive with Google Photos. And I, I do a little bit of perhaps image manipulation to a very limited degree using that. If I've got a more involved piece of writing that I want to do, I'll use Google Docs. Sometimes I use Google Sheets. I'm not very good with that. I probably want to use that a bit more. But I've talked quite a lot about using Google Duo and I'm kind of going across to Google Meet because when I sort out my uh, uh, proficiency with some of these apps, Google Meet allows me to share my screen. And I came across Google Slides. This is 
a bit of a discovery for me because I don't use any form of presentation software in my work. I used, to a limited extent, some PowerPoint years ago, but it's sort of unrecognisable at this point. And um, I just thought, you know what? I think I could, with my theatre of the mind, running games, I could take quite a few elements from the different applications that I'm already using, drop them into some slides and have this kind of uh, kind of simple uh, integrated Google app experience and I wouldn't have to learn a whole bunch of new stuff, getting familiar with other VTTs because a lot of what the VTTs typically offer is stuff I'm just not looking at. I'm When I'm sitting down and running a game online, I'm coming at it from a presentation angle. So if you imagine I was giving a lecture, explaining a game, explaining an adventure, explaining a um, an environment, and, and there's a lot of description... And I like, I like visual stuff. And I just thought, really? We talk about performance sometimes in, in RPGs. But I think in a way, depending on your style, quite a lot of what the, the referee or the, the GM is doing is, is presentation. You're presenting a world or you're pre presenting a situation. And I thought... Well, why not? Why not go down a route of slides, and then finding Google Slides? It just seemed natural for me that all that then ties together nicely, and I can use uh, Google Meet. And I've seen there's quite a lot of uh, teachers and people that do present presentation for a living, jumping on YouTube and talking about how they use some of this software, and it just struck me that that might be a good solution for what I'm trying to do. I'm just getting into um, putting a, a game of adventures in M Middle Earth together. There's, uh, I've got a load of PDFs, I've got a load of images, I can put locations up, put text on there, maybe put bits of audio in, potentially bits of video. It, virtually limitless options. And, you know, I don't need a die roll. I want to use real dice. I don't need maps. don't need tokens. But I would like a way to present information and ideas to the players because we're playing online. And that was the thinking there. It's very early days for me. Uh, and I'd welcome people's thoughts on that. That was it. I just wanted to clarify uh, I, I, I was on the audio dungeon and I said it was a bit of a long story that's the long story that I've I've been talking about so anybody who's um, kind of following along there's the explanation thank you for listening to this spike pit drive-by episode if you've enjoyed the show consider spreading the word via social media. Take care. Catch you later.